When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another show. Well, today, my guest is Tiffany Manley and she is a sparkly boutique business manager that focuses on helping female entrepreneurs exclusively. She is a teacher, a speaker and a tech expert and her mission is to help business owners learn how to use technology and systems to create sustainable, profitable businesses. Now I know for many of our listeners, you're ambitious entrepreneurs and technology can get a little bit confusing, can't it? Or what we can do is we can try and do everything ourselves and spread ourselves too thin. So today on the show, Tiffany's going to share one super simple way to move your business forward by using just a Google spreadsheet. She's also going to speak about the one free piece of software that she uses to manage her entire business and that of her clients. And also she's going to speak about how to know when you're ready to hire help. And this is so very important because if you want to take your business to the next level, if you want to work with more clients, have more freedom in your business, then hiring a solid team to support you is certainly the step forward. So welcome to the show, Tiffany. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Technology is really one of those things that we either love or we hate. Do you find? Yes, I do find that to be the case. I love it. I can't get enough of it. But obviously, pretty much all of my clients, they hate it. (laughs) There's no middle ground. (laughs) Absolutely. So share us a little bit about your background and how you got into really loving technology and how you've been leveraging it in your business and, of course, with your clients. Yeah, so I have an interesting background. Um, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, so I've always had businesses of my own, and that has ranged from a custom cake business in Seattle, Washington, which is, you know, totally opposite, really, of what I do now. (laughs) (laughs) I've done that. I've done taxes, but I, I always had a love for spreadsheets and computers. And so even in those businesses, technology played a part. Mm. But I noticed, you know, I was doing all the scheduling. I was I was maintaining everything myself. And so that was what I was really good at. And that's kind of how I got into this field where I'm at now is I figured, you know, I loved doing those other things, but the cake business was physically tiring. And we moved and I thought, well, what can I do? And so that's kind of how I got started in just helping people with you know, they needed a virtual assistant, they needed somebody to do scheduling, they needed somebody to do these things. Well, I also had the love for the technology. 
So it just, it kind of came together somewhat by accident, but Mm -hmm. just, it works really well. (laughs) I love that. And I think so many of us can relate to that story where we look back on on some of the things that we were involved in and we recognize that really it is a strength and an area of passion of, often for us. And when it's not for other people, it's kind of like recognizing, wow, there really is a niche market for me here and, and one that I can certainly support other business owners in. Tell me some of the differences that you've seen in terms of when you're working with a client hasn't had systems and spreadsheets and other tracking processes in place, and then they have been, and now what that's allowed them to do. And the reason I ask that is because so often many of us say, oh, well, you know, things are plotting along, okay, and I'm right, you know, I can do what I'm doing on my own. But when they suddenly realize, hang on a second, listen to some of these successes and things that have occurred because these businesses have put systems in place, maybe I need to think about this really seriously too. So I'd love for you to share some of the successes you've seen. Yeah, and I can think of two very specific instances that I see over and over again with this. The first is when somebody does start to bring a team on board. If they don't have their systems and their procedures and tracking and all of these little mechanisms in place beforehand, Mm -hmm. it's very, very difficult for them to onboard their team easily and Mm. quickly because what's in their head, you know, I can't jump in their head. A VA can't jump in their head and know what's going on. So they're spending money and time trying to then at that point, kind of in a, in a panic situation, get all of that information out to this person. And it it causes a lot of problems initially. Can it be fixed in the long term? Of course it can, but they would save tons of time and money if this stuff was already in place Mm -hmm. when they started to bring a team on board. And then the other instance I see quite often is, you know, someone may be selling their products and services, their business may be moving along really nicely, but if they don't track things, if they don't maximize the technology that they can use to streamline processes or to automate things they can automate, they don't know what they can do. Mm -hmm. You know, I can be doing really well with my business, but if I'm not tracking, if I don't know what is going on, if I'm not maximizing my time, I don't know what I could be doing or what I, I could be selling, you know, or what I need to change to do it even better if I'm not doing those things. Mm, such good points. Love to just speak about that first one a little bit um, more in depth because I think you hit the nail on the head. That's an expression we have here in, in Australia. I, I, in the US, do you have that expression too? We hit the nail on we the do. head. Oh, good, yes. good, good. Sometimes when I'm speaking to to other experts such as yourself, I'll say something and I can hear them almost, you know, through the mic going, "What on earth is she talking about?" So, <laughs> but you said something that was so important and. The feedback that I get from some business owners who do hire team is they start to complain. It's like, well, I thought that it was supposed to simplify things, but all I seem to be doing now is having to micromanage my team. I send them something and I end up having to redo it or it's just not coming back the way that I expected it to. I should have done it myself in the first place. And then when you investigate a little bit further, it's because the expectations weren't there, the instructions weren't there, and you're saying something that's so important, have a spreadsheet or have a document with it outlined. You only need to create it once and then, of course, the VA 
and support person can update it if you decide to streamline a little bit. But it has to have that starting point, doesn't it? So that the staff member can really support them in the best way possible. Yes? That's really true. And I always tell people two things to keep in mind when they're bringing on a team member. One, it's been my experience that you need to give it at least a good three months Mm -hmm. to really work out. You know, sometimes you can tell if somebody's truly not a good fit for the business fairly quickly. But generally speaking, you know, it's three months seems to be the golden number for somebody to hit their stride. So Mm -hmm. A, give them time, but B, Yes. If if you as a business owner, I have a VA now. It's my mother, actually. So I Mm -hmm. work with my mom. If I as a business owner can't put down on paper what I need done, if I haven't documented that, it's virtually impossible for me to tell someone else how to do something and for them to understand what it is I'm trying to do if I haven't documented it before. Yeah, yeah. So this is a really good point for for a listener today. If you're listening and you're kind of thinking to yourself, well, I've tried to hire staff before and it hasn't worked out well and I've ended up having to repeat things, really good question to ask. And this is something I think for all of us in business in this instance, but of course other instances as well, how am I contributing to what is happening in my business and what steps can I take to improve it? And of course in this instance is, am I giving clear instructions? Have I documented it? And have I made it easy for that team member to approach me and say, hey, you know, this isn't clear. Let's get together and let's let's nut it out. So Tiffany, thank you for sharing that. I, I wanted to spend a little bit more time on that because it's so easy for us to kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm happy, I'm moving, but we'll find it very difficult to grow our businesses if those foundations aren't in place and better to uh, hire a team when you're not extremely busy to get yes. those really key things in place so that as you continue to grow, your team can contribute to that growth and also input their expertise as well to support you. So let's talk about that one super simple way to move your business forward by using just a Google spreadsheet. Yeah, so this is something, you know, I didn't come up with this idea. I've kind of pulled from a few resources over the years. But I noticed that sometimes we as business owners, we try to overcomplicate things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do we? (laughs) And, you know, we think we need these big, massive $500 pieces of software to do something as simple as help us work on our business. Mm -hmm. And what I found as I was trying to do this for my clients as well is that the more complicated it was, the more we got caught up in the minutiae and how we were actually doing it versus getting stuff done. And so one day I sat down and I just created a Google spreadsheet with headings and I just listed out all of the things for the business that year we wanted to work on. Mm-hmm. I didn't filter. I just kind of had a stream of consciousness thing going and listed whether it was a book we were writing and publishing or a promotion, a heavy promotion we wanted to do for an affiliate, whatever we had going on in the business. I listed it all out. Once I had the list, I, you know, then kind of went through it with a filter and picked things. Oh, that may not be good for this year. But once I had that list, then all I had to do was list out the tasks that would make it up. And by list out those tasks, I don't mean every little thing that would need to be done to get it going, but mm-hmm. all the stuff that I knew by looking at that event mm-hmm. would need to be done. And once you have that list, that's your master list for the year. You can add to it if you need to as you go along through the year. You can take away from it. But then all you need to do is pick three things from that master list and move them over into your project management software each week. Just Mm -hmm. three things. Sometimes I only move over one or two things. But that way you're making forward 
movement instead of being stuck in there's 10 projects I want to do and I don't even know where to start. You've got the master list already and can just pull over a few things as as the year goes on. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just you and I, but I geek out on lists too. I love lists. And what I love doing too is being able to put a big cross if it's on my paper diary or journal or a tick next to it if it's electronic. Yay, that's complete. But I think I totally agree. Lists are so very important. There's a couple of things that I want to pull apart in what you've just said because I think it's, it's absolute gold. As entrepreneurs, because of technology now, there are a lot of different things, the way that we market our business and there's what we call, you know, the shiny object, all of that kind of thing that can really distract us from what we should be working on. So taking the time to do what you've just suggested, what is it that we really want to focus on in our business? That really does keep our focus aligned on what we should be doing. So I would imagine, Tiffany, for you, if you kind of get a little bit distracted or whatever, you immediately, your focus goes back to your list and you say, well, hang on a minute, is this going to support me in achieving that project, which I've got on my to-do list quicker? And if not, put it on the master list or maybe just put it aside because at the moment that would just be a distraction. Have you found that having this master list and then moving it across to your project management tool for what you're working on has really helped you build momentum and achieve your goals a lot quicker? It really has. And I have one client that I use this with. When I started working with her, she had several joint ventures she wanted to do with various people. She had a huge affiliate promotion that happened at one very specific time of year she wanted to do. She wanted to launch her core digital products. She had several things going, Mm. but she didn't have time to do them all. And so I said, you know what? Let's use this spreadsheet. Let's list it all out and let's go through it. And there's something about seeing it and then pulling out a calendar. And it kind of, like you said, it makes it click. You realize that you can't do everything at one time. And she was able to pick out the two things that she absolutely wanted to do right now and then put the others on the calendar as they needed them. A few of them, she said, you know what, that's really not supporting me in the business and where I want to go. And we were able to kind of clear everything out that way. And Mm. so it's just, it's worked really well. Yeah. And I think focus, especially for entrepreneurs is so very important. And this is something that I have to remind myself. There's two lessons in my life. There's focus and then there's balance, you know, taking on too much. Oh, right. I love the way that you've said three. I love that, that magic number three for me because when you try and put five on or a little bit more it becomes overwhelming and we're spreading ourselves too thin and we're not building momentum and then we're getting exhausted and you know yada 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 I'm sure we can all relate to that absolutely love that and I love the fact too that you said you put everything down on the list and you weren't filtering it like how do I expect to achieve that or there's no way that I know how to do that just get it on the list because did you find this is one of the things that I find Tiffany and I'd love to to get your feedback on this there may be some resources or things that you don't know yet to support you in completing that task or that big project that you've put on your list but once it's there and it's documented and it's written down and or on your electronic spreadsheet all of a sudden people who can support you and other resources show up in your world and it's like, wow, where did they come from? Have you found that? I have. And, you know, and also too, if you have a team, you share that document with your Mm. team because really once other eyes are on this and and you kind of are just, you know, have it there just because it's on that list, just because it's on the master list doesn't mean you're married to it. Mm -hmm. So it may be five years before you ever tackle that. Mm. 
But generally speaking, if it's an idea that you feel something about at some point, like you said, someone will come along or someone from your team will have ideas, Mm -hmm. you have it there. And so it's just, it's waiting for you when it's, when the time is ready. Yeah. And that's such a great reminder is this list, share it with your team, because if everyone has an idea on what you're really focusing on, the big dream, there may be things that you don't even realize that your team can support you. It could be a connection that they have. It could be a resource that your team members come across through their working day and that can all contribute. So don't just write your list and hide it where only you look at it. Share it with your team so that they can support you as well. I love that. So let's talk about the one free piece of software that you use, Tiffany, to manage your entire business and also the businesses of your clients. Yes, it is Asana. It's spelled Mm A-S-A-N-A. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love it. I use it with all of my clients. I use it for both of my businesses. And it's such a simple piece of software at its core. It's just a text editor. It doesn't have all of the necessarily fancy bells and whistles of other project management software, but it does what you need project management software to do, which is to help you manage things Mm -hmm. and, uh, I mean, literally, I use this for everything. I've got a client who publishes a quarterly digital magazine for female entrepreneurs, and I manage the publishing of that magazine, and all of it is done from that free piece of software. Wow. So that's Asana, A-S-A-N-A. Is that .com? Is that how they can access? Mm -hmm. Mm, Fabulous. And is that software available for PC and Apple users, Mac users? It is. It's web-based, so anyone can use it. Um, They also have an Android app, and I believe they just came out with an Apple app as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's it's really great. And I think that you mentioned that it's just a, a text editor. For those people who may be a little bit technically challenged, it sounds as if it's going to be one that's quite simple. You don't need to go back and get a degree to, you know, to open and just open a few files and get it up and running, yes? Right. And that's the beauty of it. Since mm-hmm. it's web-based, there's really nothing for you to install. So mm-hmm. it's, you just open it in your browser and it's simple enough to where you can just start listing out tasks, but it's robust enough to where when you get to learn all of the various features it offers, you can start using it more effectively for heavy duty project management. So it really can grow with the company, which is another thing I love about it. Mm. I know that many of our listeners are coaches and consultants. So in other words, they have multiple clients that they're working with. And I'd imagine that, you know, from those clients, there's different goals that clients are, their clients are working towards. There may be different projects that these consultants are working on. So I'd imagine that this software would certainly support them in their business too, yes? Absolutely. Uh, I believe all but one of my clients, they are all coaches and Mm. we use it for their businesses. So yes, it can definitely support things like that. Yeah. And just when talking about project management tool, as this is, I know that that sounds very corporate, but what are some of the things that you found with your clients that perhaps were struggling to get a lot of things done and now that they have this project management tool, Asana, that they've really been able to free up their time. What kind of results have you seen since they've started using this this program and that you've started using, obviously, when you're supporting your clients? 
One of the greatest things we've noticed is that while Asana is meant for task management, project management, it's also one of their goals is to really facilitate team collaboration. Mm -hmm. And so one of the great things with Asana that I've noticed is that things don't get lost in email anymore. When a client commits to using Asana, everything related to that specific task or project or idea is done in Asana. Commenting is done in Asana. And so you've got this log of information. So time isn't wasted trying to find an email that someone sent that wasn't related to the project, but had a tidbit of information about the project kind Mm -hmm. of thrown in. We've all done it. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you think, where did I put that piece of information? Yes. And so really helped with team collaboration and with clients, we've built company manuals in Asana. I mean, we, it's just, it's been amazing what you can use it for with just mm. a little bit of creativity. Yes. Can you add, I mean, my mind's ticking. I can't wait to, after our, our interview today to go and check it out. Can you add documents to that too? Like say, for instance, you, you write a text message, but you want to share something with your team. Are you able to upload files and things like that within that project management tool? You are able to do that. You can upload from Dropbox, Google Drive, or from Mm. your computer. Wow. Sounds like a fabulous, fabulous piece of uh, software that everyone should try out. And, of course, we'll put a link on the show notes as well that uh, you can all go and check that out. So my next question, Tiffany, how can ambitious entrepreneurs discover or find out when they are ready to take the step and hire team? Yes, this is the age-old question in my field. How do I know when I'm ready? Mm. You know, I had to deal with that this year as well. As I mentioned, I hired my mother this year as my VA. Yes. And so I have experience on both sides of this. And what I have found is that there are two things to pay attention to. All of us, when we first get started, unless we've got some heavy-duty savings backing up the business. And even in that case, I wouldn't recommend it. But generally speaking, when we're starting out, we A, we don't have the money to hire someone else. It's mm-hmm. just not there. Mm. But I know I have noticed with myself and with my other clients, we get to a point where we're making consistent income in the business. And it may still feel like a stretch to bring someone on and pay them. But it's doable when we sit down and we do the math. And so that may not sound like a, you know, beautiful, snazzy little bit of information. But that's one thing is you need to sit down and do the math and figure out your budget for hiring team. Mm -hmm. And when you actually sit there and do that, you'll see that the money is there, even if it's just for five hours a month that you start hiring someone. So that's the first bit of information. When the money is there, you Mm -hmm. may not like the idea of spending it, but it's actually there for you to do it. The other bit of information is when you've gotten to the point as an entrepreneur where you physically cannot do anymore. All of us as an entrepreneur from the beginning, we wear many hats. We're doing it all on our own and we're constantly feeling like we are, we have too much on our plate. But I've noticed with each of my clients and with myself included, when we got to the point where business was coming in, we had all of these ideas, but we could not physically implement any more because we just, there was not enough time in the day Mm -hmm. to do stuff, to move the business forward. And that's the key right there. You may have things and a lot of stuff to do, but if it's not moving the business forward, 
you don't necessarily need someone at that point. You don't want to spend your money paying someone to do busy work. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You want to pay someone to maybe do that busy work that then frees up your time to do the things to move the business forward. But that's the key, paying Mm. someone to help you move the business forward. Yeah. I think, Tiffany, too, that if people are at the stage where they are just physically not able to complete everything that they're working on, that really is not just an indication, but it's a heads up. You should have hired someone quite some time ago. And something that I heard many people share, this is, you know, to the first point you were you were talking about having a budget. So many business owners and, and coaches and consultants took that leap of faith and hired someone before they even had the budget. And the reason they did that was because it allowed them then to focus their time and energy on the really important income generating stuff. Not that all the other stuff's not important. It absolutely is. But, you know, it was kind of that vicious circle. And by hiring someone to support them, they accelerated their income. And so it really was taking that leap of faith and then getting that support team so that together they could really start to be very, very specific in what tasks the owner should be working on. And a lot of that was the the real getting out in front of clients, having those conversations with leads while the, you know, the the support team did all the important back-end stuff which, you know, was taken off the plate then. So that is something that I hear time and time again. And I'm sure some of the clients that you're now working with, they may have been in that situation too, yes? Exactly. I I always tell people, do it before you think you're ready. Mm. Because like you said, when it gets to the point where it's, it's just gotten really bad, it's hard for you for a number of reasons, one of which is something we've already discussed, which is you have so much going on, you're bringing someone on. It's very difficult to properly onboard them at that point. Yes. <laughs> well, fix my mess. <laughs> and it takes a lot exactly. longer, doesn't it? Whereas if things are building, you can put those key foundations in place and then it just, yeah, it will allow your business to expand because you've got all of those systems and, and processes in place. Tiffany, it's been such a pleasure to speak with you. Everything that you've shared is just so very important for us. If people have recognized, hmm, I can see myself in that stressed out, you know, entrepreneur business owner, and I think I should have hired someone some time ago, how can they get in contact with you to find out more about your incredible services? Yes, they can hit up my website. It's theVABoutique.com. And uh, there's some information there. We've got a great blog post series we did not too long ago about Mm -hmm. time management and the entrepreneur, which has just tons of really great information. And there's information about the services we offer. We've got some business labs coming up that we're really excited about. Mm -hmm. So uh, everything can be found on the site. Oh, fantastic. And of course, we'll put all of the links that you can get in contact with Tiffany on the show notes. And you can uh, log across to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES128. This is show 128. Once again, Tiffany, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. Fabulous. Now, if you're listening today and you recognize that there are tasks 
that you are working on that you know you could outsource to a VA, to a specialist such as Tiffany, let us know what your aha is and what action step that you're going to take. There's a couple of ways that you can do that. If you're listening from the show note page, scroll down and there's a comment section there. You can either comment on the show notes or you can comment via Facebook. Let us know. Sometimes that accountability and this is what I'm going to do is really helpful in helping you step your business forward, drive your business forward. There's another couple of ways that you can connect with us as well. And this is fantastic if you would do this because that means you support us in sharing the message and getting this show out into the hands of many ambitious entrepreneurs as possible. We'd love your support in that. How to do that is to subscribe to our iTunes channel. And again, go to the show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES128. And then kind of in the middle of the page, there's a click to subscribe to iTunes. Just click on that. It'll take you straight through to iTunes. Subscribe to the show. And while you're there, why not give us a rating and leave a comment about what was your biggest aha? Because this really helps us in getting the message out there to many other ambitious entrepreneurs as well. So again, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a fantastic show. Lots of different tips and strategies to work on to help you take your business to the next level. And again, join us next week where we'll have another guest expert to uh, interview to share how you can take your business to the next level. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.